Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Jake Crumpler. What's up, fellow fantasy managers? Welcome back to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. My name is Jake Crumpler, and it's the weekend, so as always, I'll be taking over for Bubba as the host of the weekend editions of the podcast. You can follow me at Jake Crumpler on Twitter, and you can find all of my work at CrumplerBaseball.com. Let's dive into everything baseball-related from Friday, August 4th. We'll start it off, as always, with the transactions, injuries, news, and notes from around the league. We've got a lot of IL placements and news. We'll start it off with starting pitcher Joe Musgrove of the Padres, who was placed on the 15-day IL with right shoulder capsule inflammation. Pretty unfortunate. The right-hander will be shut down for at least three weeks and is set for an extended absence. The Padres haven't ruled him out for the season, but if they're unable to close the gap in the wildcard race, they may have little incentive to activate him in the season's final weeks. First baseman Josh Naylor of the Guardians was placed on the 10-day IL with a right oblique strain. Obliques can usually take a while to heal, so Naylor could be out for more than half of August with a more severe strain holding him out until the season's final month. His current timeline is anywhere between three to six weeks, so this is definitely an extended absence. 27-year-old career minor leaguer David Fry is expected to fill in at first base in his absence for the Guardians. Outfielder Byron Buxton of the Twins was placed on the 10-day IL with a right hamstring strain. This is just the second IL stint of the season for the oft-injured Buxton. He'll be shut down for two weeks to see how he responds, so we won't be back until late August. Matt Walner will shift to DH, allowing Willie Castro and Max Kepler to see more time in the outfield corners for the Twins. And lastly, shortstop Zach Neto of the Angels was placed on the 10-day IL with low back inflammation. Neto has been dealing with the injury for a couple of weeks and will finally receive a break. The injury does doesn't seem too serious, but if it's something that's been bothering him for a while, he may miss more than a couple of weeks. Luis Ranjifo is expected to play shortstop in his absence for the Angels. In terms of transactions, starting pitcher Max Freed was activated from the 60-day IL. He missed three months with a strained left forearm. Freed got right back to mowing down hitters in his return, tossing six scoreless innings while striking out eight batters. We had a prospect call up as third baseman Curtis Mead of the Rays was recalled from the minors. He's the number three prospect in the Rays minor league system, according to MLB Pipeline. Mead has batted 291 with a 107 WRC plus and good plate discipline at AAA, but he's hit just three home runs and stolen three bases. His best tool is his 65 grade hit tool which will definitely play in the majors he can also play across the infield but he's likely stuck on the short side of a platoon as the Rays infield is pretty stacked me didn't start on his first day in the majors as the Rays faced a right-handed starter so that suggests that he's going to be on a short side of the platoon he may lack the impact fantasy tools and the playing time to be a massive contributor in fantasy but his prospect 
pedigree and the race confidence in calling him up suggest otherwise. Second baseman Brandon Drury of the Angels was activated from the 10-day IL. He missed more than a month with a left shoulder contusion. Drury will return to playing second days every day for the LA franchise, shifting Luis Renjifo to shortstop to fill in for the injured Zach Neto. Outfielder Starling Marte was activated from the 10-day IL. The Mets were without him for almost three weeks. He got back to playing right field, but he only went 0 for 4 in his return. And lastly, third baseman Luis Urias of the Red Sox was recalled from the minors, and after a slow start, he's been unable to find a groove in the minors with an 84 WRC plus at AAA. The 26-year-old has shown in the recent past that he can be an above-average major leaguer with a 111 WRC plus from 2021 through 2022, and Urias filled in for the short-term injured Justin Turner at the Keystone in his return to the majors, but he's expected to fill a utility role playing mostly versus left-handed starters. And in terms of news, starting pitcher Nathan Eovaldi is expected to miss two to three more weeks with his right forearm strain, so we're not going to see him until the latter days of August or into September. And lastly, starting pitcher Nestor Cortez is expected to be activated from the 60-day IL to start today versus the Astros. And before we look at the notable performances from Friday, do you want to make some money making picks on MLB games? And you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, one word, all caps, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with right off the bat. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code PITCHERLIST and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. You must be 18 years or older, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. Now we can look at the notable performances from Friday, a day in which we had 14 games as the Giants and A's had the day off. We'll start it off with our hitters, leading off with Jordan Westberg for the Orioles versus the Mets as he helped his team to a win, going two for three, scoring twice with a home run, three runs batted in, and walking twice. His home run traveled 424 feet with a 107.8 mile per hour exit velocity, so it was definitely a blast. Westberg was a hyped call-up in June as one of the Orioles' top prospects, and while he hasn't exactly lived up to the hype, that doesn't mean he's been bad. He's got just a pair of homers and steals, but it comes with a 117 WRC+, plus, which will play in real-life baseball. Westberg's also not playing every day, splitting time at second base with Adam Frazier. He's also been unable to transfer his power to the big leagues, with his homer on Friday being just his second barrel in 27 games in the majors. Westberg seems to be a player who taps into his power by pulling his fly balls, akin to teammate Austin Hayes. However, in Camden Yards, that strategy can be negated by the super deep left field fence. So while his minor league numbers suggest he has untapped power potential, Westberg's stat cast metrics and home ballpark suggest otherwise. He may be a good stream against lefties on the road, but his fantasy viability in leagues with 12 teams or fewer is somewhat limited. Alfonso Rivas had a big game in Milwaukee, going three for five, scoring once with a home run, a triple, and three runs batted in. It was his first home run of the year, and it traveled 403 feet with a 103.6 mile per hour exit velocity. Rivas was one of the unheralded additions from the deadline day. He landed in Pittsburgh via the Rich Hill G-Man Choi deal with the Padres. He sort of stood out in the return being a 26-year-old with little major league success because he was paired with a couple prospects. Rivas has played in parts of the past two seasons with the Cubs, posting an 88 WRC 
plus in 119 games before recording a 77 WRC plus in eight games with the Padres this year. However, his numbers at AAA in the Padres organization stand out. In 58 games, he batted 332 with nine homers, eight steals, and a 154 WRC plus. He's also never had a WRC plus below 110 at any level in the minors. The trades of Choi and Carlos Santana opened up playing time at first base for Rivas, and so far he's been leading off versus right-handers. The lineup placement and minor league success should at least make Rivas a streaming target with the possibility of 15-team viability if he can transfer his abilities to the big leagues. And lastly, we have Mike Moustakis versus the Mariners as he did all he could for the Angels, but they went home as losers. He went two for five, scoring twice with a home run and knocking in three runs. He's up to 10 home runs on the year now. His home run traveled 389 feet with a 101.9 mile per hour exit velocity. And Moustakis didn't do much to stand out in his half season in Coors, batting 270 with four dingers and a perfectly average 100 WRC+. But since landing in a more competitive situation in LA, he's been much better, matching his 270 average, but turning up the power with six long balls in just 29 games for a 111 WRC+. The best part is he's batting cleanup versus right-handers in a lineup that got a boost at the deadline with CJ Krohn and Randall Grichuk and will only get better when Mike Trout returns. One of the most consistent power hitters from 2017 to 2019, Moustakis struggled with injuries throughout his time in Cincinnati. Now that he's finally healthy, he seems to be getting on track and should be a decent source of power in RBI in deep leagues. But if you'd like a breakdown of other notable hitting performances from Friday, check out the Daily Batters Box article over on PitcherList. Now we'll head to the mound and look at the notable starting pitching performances, opening with Graham Ashcraft versus the Nationals as he took home a no decision as his Reds went home losers. He tossed eight innings, allowing five hits and three in runs while walking two and striking out five. He induced nine whiffs with a 25% CSW across 106 pitches, and all of Ashcraft's whiffs came via his cutter and slider as he stayed away from his sinker. The cutter earned five whiffs with 22% CSW, while the slider induced four whiffs and 29% CSW. Benching the sinker has actually been Ashcraft's path to success in recent starts. The right-hander started the year off with a two ERA through his first six starts, but then he got shelled, absolutely shelled for almost two months straight with a 12.82 ERA across his next eight starts. And after getting one start under his belt following a short IL stint, Ashcraft has finally gotten back on track. Since June 30th, Ashcraft has a 2.05 ERA in seven starts with his three runs allowed on Friday being the most he surrendered in a single outing during that time. So if you take out that middle rough pass, he's posted a 2.03 ERA across 80 innings when he's been going good. It's just the other 30 plus innings that are severely dragging down Ashcraft's season long numbers. So if you can overlook his ERA over five and his whip north of 1.40, you may find some value in his abilities to consistently eat innings, pitch around base runners, and pitch well in streaks. Ashcraft's 4.84 xFIP during his most recent hot streak suggests oncoming regression, but he may be able to stave it off for one more start as he gets set to take on the Marlins. Zach Littell had a good game in Detroit as he helped the Rays to a win. He earned the win, tossing six scoreless innings, allowing just three hits and a walk. While striking out just one batter, he induced five whiffs with a 28% CSW across 74 pitches. His slider and four-seamer did a great job at stealing strikes as the Tigers hitters were very passive in this one. The slider had a CSW of 42%, while the heater turned in a 38% CSW. Littell also got really lucky on balls in play, allowing him to pitch to contact and keep his pitch count down, and that's how he was able to survive six frames 
Flames despite tossing just 74 pitches. The six innings were actually a career high for the right-hander. Traditionally, he's not a starter. Littell's opened plenty of times in the past, but hasn't been a traditional starter since 2019 when he was pitching for the Twins. With the Rays losing Shane McClanahan, they were in desperate need of a guy who could eat innings, and Littell did just that in his second legit start of the year. Will this continue? Likely not. He'll need more whiffs and strikeouts to avoid getting roughed up by stronger, more aggressive offenses, and Littell takes on the Cardinals next, and that's something I'm not really interested in. But if you'd like a breakdown of every single start from Friday, give the Plus Pitch Podcast a listen, and check out Nick's daily starting pitcher roundup over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the bullpen and look at the relievers that got saves and the closers that pitched outside of save situations or blew their saves. Jordan Hicks got save number 9, his first as a Blue Jay. Emmanuel Classe got save number 29 to tie for the American League lead. Austin Cox got his first career save as Carlos Hernandez pitched the 7th. Cox faced two lefties in the ninth, so that may have played a factor. Yohan Duran got save number 20 as he lit up the pitch velocity leaderboard. Matt Brash got save number 2 with Andres Munoz resting after heavy usage. Kyle Finnegan got save number 16 and Evan Phillips went for save number 14 as he worked around a run for a 4-out save. And in terms of closers to pitch outside of save situations or blow their saves, Ryan Presley and David Bednar pitched the ninth up by 4 and Alexis Diaz pitched a clean ninth but took the loss after allowing 3 runs in the 10th. But if you'd like a breakdown of the other notable relief pitching performances from Friday, check out the Daily Reliever Ranks article over on PitcherList.com. And before we look forward to today's games, we're going to take a quick break. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat. But Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. And that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Now we'll look forward to Saturday, August 5th, a day in which we'll have a full slate of 15 games. My matchup of the day is Justin Verlander versus Nestor Cortez as Verlander makes his season debut for the Astros and Nestor Cortez returns from the 60-day IL. It should be a battle. In terms of probable starters, we've got six guys in the auto start tier, including Verlander. We've also got Corbin Burns versus the Pirates, George Kirby in Anaheim, and Andrew Abbott versus the Nationals. Our probably start tier has four guys, and that's where we'll find our streamer of the day in Steven Matz versus Rocky Road. He's been doing a good job of getting his sinker up in the zone. So if he can keep his change up down, he should have a lot of success against an offense that can be very weak on the road. I'd also keep an eye out for Aaron Savali in Detroit. He's making his debut for the Rays and that could go really well. And Ross Stripling in Oakland as well as he doesn't really have his change up right now, but the A's offense is very weak. So he could go five to six innings, a pretty solid ball. In terms of hitter suggestions, I would say Reds hitters versus Yoan Adon in Great American Ballpark. The right-handed Adon has a 6.72 career ERA 
ERA and is pitching in the league's second worst park for pitchers. And I'd also look at Phillies hitters versus Alec Marsh. The right-hander has a 6.75 ERA this year, and the rest of the Royal staff isn't outstanding. And now we'll close things out with our relievers to watch. We've got just one. Yohan Duran has pitched on back-to-back days and in three of the past four, so Griffin Jacks will likely get a save opportunity if one arises on Saturday. But that'll do it for today's episode of the First Pitch Podcast. Make sure to head on over to PitcherList.com to check out all of the great articles and features we have on the site, including fantastic player pages and daily DFS suggestions. Join PL Pro to gain access to the Discord to interact with PitcherList staff and members of the community, as well as to utilize the in-season tools to help you win your leagues. That'll wrap up this edition of the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Jake Crumpler. Tune in tomorrow and every day for a new installment of the podcast, and make sure to enjoy the day as we are blessed with another day of baseball. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.